there is an elephant in the room than that. Sorry, Tim. Max Wall on the podcast again. Like I said, everything that goes up must come down. My physique, I guess, came back. How to quickly reduce your resting heart rate. Is it good to chew gum when you're hungry? No car, does that mean no trips to visit the family? What is up everybody? Welcome back to the In Situ Health and Fitness Podcast. On today's show, we're gonna answer all your questions from should you eat eggs to how life is going in Melbourne. Welcome back everybody. It's been two weeks. We missed our first episode in a long time last week. The fir- it was the first episode we have missed since episode 40. And technically, on episode 40, we didn't actually miss the episode because we, we labelled it Throwback yeah. <laughs> Friday and just played an old episode because I think, I, don't even, I can't even remember why we missed that one, but it's been, what, 101 episodes since we missed a show. Um, it's pretty solid. I was probably sick again. Probably. Jack, Jack gets sick so bad. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's bad. Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about trying to bring back the throwback, like Thursdays or something like that, just to bring old episodes back into the cycle. We've got a not, we've got a lot of new listeners, and you guys have missed out on some epic shows in the past. Well, of, technically, they're still on the internet, and they can go back and you could go back and listen, listen to them, or I'm just going to shove them in your face and just slot them in there each week. Yeah. So you listen to them as well. Um, but yeah, um, we're back. Feeling we're back. good? I'm, Healthy? I'm feeling a 7 out of 10. And I'm back sick. I tried so hard to avoid catching Jack's germs, and then it was like two days later, my throat, and I was like, oh no. <sighs> anyway, before we get into the questions, I feel like there is an elephant in the room. Maybe it's in the room. Maybe you didn't even know the elephant was there, but it's been there the whole time. And that is the massive blooper in obviously not last week's oh. show, but the week before. Episode 140. Episode 140, there is a big, fat, juicy blooper towards the end, like I think in the last five minutes. <laughs> I didn't know. Jack didn't know. Um, and one of our friends slash listeners guests slash listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, Kathy messaged me and she's like, oh my God, do you guys even listen back to the podcast? And I was like, well, Jack's, Jack edit it. Jack edits it. So what, what? Anyway, so once we finish record, actually, you know what? You have to go listen. <laughs> <laughs> or should I just say? Um, just say it. Once we finish recording the last episode, at the end, I said something along the lines of how much green tea messes me up, but I didn't use the word messes. Who uses a much bigger word than that. Sorry, because Tim. Max swore on the oh, podcast sorry, again. Tim. Because it does. Makes me feel very, very ill when I have it on an empty stomach. And it's because of the tannins. Guys, if this happens to you with green tea or black tea, the tannins in your stomach just upregulate the production of stomach acids. So it can make you feel like you want to vomit. And that is the feeling I get when I drink green tea on an empty stomach, Mm. which is what I did that episode. So I was hanging on to like the nauseous feeling through the podcast. And then at the end, I was just like, damn, (laughs) green tea makes me feel so crap. And then Jack somehow managed to get that bit from the end of the podcast and put it in the podcast. Just, it makes no sense when you listen to it at all. It just goes from us talking about something to me saying, 
oh, and then back to the podcast. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. It's just one of my, because it wasn't on YouTube, because oh, YouTube, you I watch it through and edit it as I go. Um, the podcast, normally I have claps or a silence or something where I can pick the sound sound up, but I just didn't pick it up. So I apologise to all those who have sensitive ears. You had to listen to Max Ware on the podcast. My bogan, my normal bogan um, accent probably came out. Um, and today we are in a bit of a new studio. Let us know in the comments on YouTube if you like it or not. Chair's a little weird. I don't know if yeah, I should sit back, lean same. forwards. So we're moving around a little bit, but doesn't mean we can't answer some awesome questions from you guys. Well, on my list mm-hmm. of the direction of the show, I've got Jack's segment. Oh. strategically placed in there yeah. on request so <laughs> I just wanted to bring up how when I was sick um, try to learn I always try and learn why I got sick and try to improve it so I never get sick again <laughs> um, obviously it doesn't happen you get viruses and all that sort of stuff that your body fights so you know you're going to get sick no matter what but how to improve it and minimize the time period of being sick as well and I was just listening to another podcast and they sort of said it the best way that I could explain it. And we're always chasing ups, but whatever comes goes up must come down. So I, I would say I fell into this a little bit and I'll go into that in a second with caffeine. But whenever we're feeling tired or stressed or you know down a little bit, we'll always try and get an up. So whether it's a coffee or an energy drink or some sort of sweet food or, you know, something to just pick us up and then we do something else and we pick it up again and we pick it up and pick it up. And then, you know, like I said, everything that goes up must come down. (laughs) So when you come down, you come down hard because you've been so high on all that sort of stuff. And I have been diving a little bit into the dopamine and world and how dopamine's just abundant at the moment. Mm-hmm. With phones, basically you can get dopamine anytime you want and a lot of people don't realise it. And again, that is just adding to those highs. So if you're feeling down, you jump on social media, you've got a few extra likes or you know you see a good post, whatever it is, you get that hit of dopamine and you go a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. So it all just starts adding up and adding up and adding up. And uh, so when I was sick, I just did not want caffeine at all. I didn't really want to eat anything, really. And I thought it was just a good idea to go off caffeine for a bit. So I haven't gone off caffeine completely. I'm having probably one every second day. Um, And it's been good. I've actually noticed a difference in just cutting back. So normally it would have been two coffees a day that we have. Um, Rarely it would be three, but say two. The day before I got sick or the day, the morning of me getting real sick, I probably had three caffeine hits. So I had two coffees, two or three coffees and a black tea. So that, I think that was just the icing on the cake of me just crashing. And then I jumped in the sauna that day as well. So yes, saunas are good for you. They're very good for all sorts of reasons, but it can give you more dopamine or bring your energy levels up. So Again, up, 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 all the caffeine, sauna, and then I crashed. So. Did you not feel yourself getting sick? Yeah, I did. And but you just I, ignored I it. just thought, I'll have more caffeine, so I'll be right. So I really want to know why 
often you get sick, then I get sick because I'm looking after you and there's germs everywhere. <laughs> Why do you think yours always lasts twice as long as mine and seems to be twice as intense as mine? Why um, do you think that is? Genetics. When I was younger, I used to get sick. So did I. But The drop of a hat? <laughs> I'd get sick in weird ways. So it wasn't so much, you know, when I got the chicken pox, I didn't get itchy. I didn't get, um, I got a few pox everywhere, but I didn't get itchy or anything like that. I just couldn't get out of bed. It affected me in a different way. Mm. Uh, my body's always been like that. One doctor said it was like hyper, hyperactive something or other. So my immune system gets real excited when a virus comes in and it gets real excited <laughs> and it goes, every, just, just goes boom straight into the virus or whatever it is. And it just, the, it's just that excited that it doesn't do anything, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's, I've always, I don't know, I think been it's just a slow been, recoverer. Yeah. And it just always hits me in a different way. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I just want to bring up that, you know, I realized that in myself that I was having too much caffeine, too much up. And I think a lot of people do that as well. Mm. Um, so just remember that caffeine, social media, all that sort of stuff adds to your ups and you need to take some downs as well. So you do need to recover, chill out, have rest days. Um, I think a few of the questions will go into that a little bit deeper with work and all that sort of stuff anyway. So, yeah. Ready then? Ready. Ready for the questions? Ready for your questions. Okay. The first question is, what are your current training goals? Um, yeah, so this was a good question. I was actually having a chat to a friend in the gym the other day and he's trying to bulk up and I was going over ways that you can do that, that most conventional bodybuilders don't look at it that way and all that sort of stuff. And we dive right into it and he's trying to get stronger and all that sort of stuff. So I was just, we were just ch chatting back and forth about that. Um, and then he's like, oh, well, what are your goals? And my goals at the moment are just consistency. Mm -hmm. um, and he sort of took, he's like, what do you mean? That's lame. Yeah, that's lame. <laughs> um, but as everybody knows, a lot's changed recently. I'm working a lot more on the business and other jobs. Um, we've moved. So lifestyle's changed, all that sort of stuff. So I know if I'm consistent with my training, everything else comes. So it doesn't, like, if I'm consistent, I will lose body fat and gain muscle. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if I want a decent program, all that sort of stuff, but consistency is my goal at the moment just because things are you know all over the place with work and all that sort of stuff so there's you know i haven't got a set day wake up go to work at this time finish at this mm. time all that sort of stuff so it's a bit all over the place so i've just got to make sure that i'm thinking ahead so i can actually just get in the gym sometimes i don't get the workouts done that i've got planned um, but it's just consistently getting into the gym um, and again, like I said, I know if I do that, I'm going to get stronger, I'm going to look better, I'm going to feel better, I'm going to have more energy and all that sort of stuff. So consistency is my goal at the moment. What about yours? Oh, I don't want to just like piggyback on yours and be lame also. Mm. But I've got nothing. Mm. <laughs> I just, if for, us, for us, it's been such a long time of not having a good place to train not really being in a consistent spot for a while mm. um, since we quit CrossFit, really. Yeah. Since we quit CrossFit, we haven't had access to like a proper gym, mm. have we? No. So I, yeah, I feel like mine is the same because this is the first time that 
I've actually been able to do everything in the workout plan properly because we have all of the tools for the first time. So, haven't had to modify. Yeah, we haven't the had to modify anything. Sort of so I'm still finding like new little areas that different exercises that are the same that I would swap out for something else usually, but I can use a cable machine for or something like that. I'm still finding all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think in moving a lot around, obviously our consistency has been up and down and up and down, but we've still been training to some degree. Mm. And I was so, so surprised that when we moved here and in, within the first two weeks of us being here and us getting back in the gym four or five days a week, that my physique, I guess, came back. Like, mm. not that I completely lost it. I'm not saying there's anything bad about my body, but just the physique I was trying to achieve, I suppose, without having a specific goal, came back so quickly. And just, so yeah, I'm just excited to be consistent. Yeah. Even though we've been here for a month already, but now I've just had a week off because I'm sick and mm. I don't know. Um, just to add in, like, I'm not saying dumbbells and free weights are bad. They're, they're the best tools you can have, but there's certain exercises when, um, if you're doing, say, a dumbbell lateral raise, it's just a completely different stimulus on your body when you use a cable, because the cable has a consistent um, tension, there. tension, where dumbbell, it's only hard at the top, it's not too hard at the bottom. Um, so yeah, not saying they're bad, but it's just good to have that variety. Yeah. And yeah, consistency pays off. And cool, next question. Okay. <laughs> How, this one came from Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. How to quickly reduce your resting heart rate? Yeah, when you, when you told me about Bryce and his resting heart rate, it, it scared me actually. The heart is nothing to mess around with. If your heart stops beating, you die. So, and I hope that does scare a lot of people because it is scary. So everything we do is almost designed for heart health. So your heart is as healthy as possible. So it beats as long as bloody possible. Yeah. So you live as long as possible. Um, I'll get back to the question in a second, but it does scare me a lot because I had issues when I was 27. Um, you know, I was having heart issues and it's actually quite scary. So, you know, t I sort of come out of that period going, well, shit, like, you know, I thought I was doing the right things, but obviously I wasn't. So that's when I really dove into health and fitness and trying to improve health rather than just looking good and Mm. and all that sort of stuff so it's very important that you do all the things you need to to have a healthy heart because again if it stops beating you die um, so what could Bryce immediately start doing Friday today to help reduce his resting heart rate so like exercise yeah it's one of those things where there's training? no there's no quick fixes it's like you know trying to take a pill for fat loss mm-hmm Yes, you can take that pill and it might work, but it's, you're better off looking at it as a bigger picture. Um, obviously, caffeine and all stimulants you want to get rid of to bring that resting heart rate down. Um, I wouldn't say go to cold turkey if you're used to having it a lot. Maybe just, just cut it in half. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be my one thing. Make sure you're hydrated. Hydration is very important. You need to be hydrated for your, your heart's muscles, so it needs liquids to be able to pump. Um, 
obviously exercise. Yeah. Um, what type of exercise, it's going to be different for everybody. But obviously, like we always say, just start with resistance training, getting into the gym, lifting weights, stimulating muscles. Once you're consistent at that, start adding in cardio from there. Because um, a lot of people do dive into the cardio, but we've talked about how just doing just cardio straight away raises the risk of injury. You get injured, you don't train, um, it, all other issues. So just start lifting weights. Mm -hmm. um, to try and bring it down immediately, I would say maybe just try some breathing techniques. Yeah. Whether it's uh, box breathing or Wim Hof or just any type of meditation, just lay in there and just, just I've just been YouTube and meditations lately and just listen to meditation and then I do my breathing technique. I find trying to relax before you do breathing is a lot more beneficial. Um, walking? I, I was gonna say, I think there's one that you missed mm. and that would be sleep, getting mm. enough sleep. Because I remember when I was wearing my Whoop, which I don't wear anymore, which I guess gives you similar statistics to an Apple Watch. Yep. The days where I had a crap night's sleep or didn't get, I don't know, anything upwards of seven hours maybe, my resting heart rate would be much, much higher mm. just for the rest of the day until I got an, the next night's worth of sleep. Um, so I guess consistently trying to get seven to eight hours sleep, yeah. it will help in the long run. Um, but that's 100%. So sleep is just the biggest governing, governing governing body of everything yeah so improve your sleep and everything improves um so yeah definitely but that's a bigger picture so if you're trying to change your sleep habits it might because a lot of people sometimes even clients when we try and get them to do that like we're like you know go to bed at this time wake up at this time no screen no screens before you go to bed all that sort of stuff like i've been doing it for three days and nothing's changed <laughs> i feel the same Unfortunately, it takes a while for your circadian rhythms and your body clock just to get used to those new um, times and patterns and all that sort of stuff. So maybe next week we should do an episode on how to sleep properly, improve your sleep. Yeah, yeah. We haven't done that for a while. Um, so yeah, Bryce, get in the gym, start eating healthier, um, cut out stimulants, alcohol as well. Alcohol can play havoc on your heart. Um, just sleep, <laughs> sleep, slow, slowly, slow improvements. And then when you do find your heart's getting out of control, trying some meditation and breathing. Cool. Okay. The next question is from Leanne. <laughs> is it good to chew gum when you're hungry? What do you think? Initial thoughts. Jack's very anti-gum. I am very anti-gum. Go on. Um, <laughs> Elaborate. I just don't like it. I think I've spoken about this in previous podcasts, how I watched a documentary on how it's actually made. Oh, and that's gross. Well, obviously, because you chew it and chew it and chew it, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, it's literally one compound of rubber that you would find on your car tyre. They just take one thing out. I, I can't remember, it was ages ago, but I watched that and I'm like, um, I never really did it anyway. I mm -hmm. never chewed. It just, yeah, it just never really appealed to me. Uh, my whole family does it. And I hate it when they all did it together and when we were kids and yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just going, ah. <laughs> okay, well, I looked into it a little okay. for Leanne. I found 
so let's just go back to the when you're hungry, mm. right? Let's let's think about it as a tool that you could use to reduce your appetite. And it does actually reduce your appetite because you're sending a signal to your brain that you're chewing something, food's coming. But also if weight loss is your goal, mm. then chewing gum like allows you to swallow a lot more air. So you end up feeling really bloated, but still really hungry, mm. you know? So it's, it's almost like a cat 22. It depends on what your goal is. But anyway, I did find a study for you, Leanne, and the results of the study were that chewing gum for at least 45 minutes significantly suppressed hunger, appetite, and cravings for all snacks and promoted the feelings of fullness. Mm. That's just one study. It was a pretty good study, um, but I guess it just depends on what your goal is. Like if you are trying to drastically reduce weight, then it might be a good temporary tool. If you're already in shape and Leanne, like Leanne's the fittest woman I know. Why are you chewing gum? Um, it <laughs> can gum. be, it can be like a habit thing as well. Yeah, like smoking. Like you have yeah. to have something going on. And it can increase your needs for the day. Chewing gum. Um, it's just something you do where, like you know, you could just be fidgeting with your hands, but you're just fidgeting with your mouth. Yeah. Just chewing. So, it yeah. Look, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, you just open with how much you hate it and now you say it's I, not bad. I, yeah. <laughs> I have seen studies where they say if you chew it too much because it does tell your tummy that food's coming. food's coming so it releases the acids to and to break down that food and that can cause tum, uh, tummy ulcers, yeah. stomach ulcers. Tummy um, ulcers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't... I don't know if that's true or not. I can't remember where I actually seen that, whether I just made it up just so I didn't have to chew gum. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. cool. Good question. Okay. Is it okay to eat raw eggs? Firstly, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I'm pretty sure there's a there's like a bacterial risk. Yeah. Contaminant salmonella risk, right? Um, if you if you get eggs yeah. from a poor source, there's a risk of salmonella. Mm. Um, who eats raw eggs? When, Please tell me. When humans invented fire and started cooking food, that's when the human race actually started taking off a lot more, both in evolution, development, tools, all that sort of stuff. Because we could cook the food, we could get more nutrients out of it. Yeah. Same with eggs, meat, all that sort of stuff. So think about what cavemen had back then, eggs, meats, all that sort of stuff. We cooked it. So we didn't die from the bacteria <laughs> in the food. And over thousands of years of doing that, our body is better at absorbing cooked food rather than raw food. Um, there could be a case for um, berries and fruit and all that sort of stuff, obviously, because they would have just picked it off the tree and ate it. Mm -hmm. um, veggies and all that sort of stuff, I still think you're better off cooking them. Um, They're a lot easier to break down and, and digest. digest yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just it's... Better to cook your food, mm -hmm. especially eggs. Uh, the risk, Period. the risk, the risk to reward ratio is not equal. Not worth it. <laughs> so the risk is you can get sick. Your body doesn't absorb the nutrients, so you don't even get the protein that you normally <laughs> and the good fats and all that sort of stuff from eggs. Where if you cook it, you can absorb it. You get all the nutrients. So it's like one or the other. I don't know what I'd choose. Okay. Do I need a rest day? <clears throat> 
Um, this is also from Leanne. I know she has been a smart ass. She hates <laughs> having rest days. Me too, Leanne. Um, and I thought, I know she was just joking around when she asked this, but I thought it was a good question because a lot of people will have a rest day and do nothing. Yeah. So I just I can want, literally just sit on the couch. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, I haven't got to work out today, so I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. So rest days, there's still every single day there should be a minimum amount of exercise you do. And for us, it is walking. So mm -hmm. we normally walk at least half an hour to an hour every single day. So that's the minimum that we do. Whether it's a rest day, good day, bad day, whatever, we do that every single day. So then when we work out, that's just on top of it. So, you know, that's just an added bonus on top. So it's not like on the rest days when we don't have a workout and yes, you need a rest day for your body to recover and just not be under so much load and tension and all that sort of stuff like I spoke about at the start. Sometimes workouts, people will do workouts to get that little bit of it up, especially high intensity interval training. You know, if you're feeling shit, a lot of people will say, oh, I felt like shit and I then did that CrossFit workout or I did a high intensity interval training workout and I feel great you're just adding to that up, up, mm. up. So you do need that downtime as well. But, you know, still, if you do need to go to the gym on that day just to do something, uh, whether you can't go outside and go for a walk, just jump on a bike, jump on the treadmill, just something super easy, I low like impact. to just go to the gym and do yoga yeah. or mobility. So I feel like I've been to the gym. Yeah, exactly. Go to the gym and stretch. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with that. So... Yes, you do need rest days, but rest days don't mean to do nothing. Yeah, okay. The next bunch is from Penny. Penny went nuts in my question box on Instagram. And they're all very good um, Melbourne-related questions. Cool. So, the first one is, how do you explore and manage to get work done? Because I am assuming on my story, all I post is us going out. Yeah. I don't post me sitting at my computer for six hours straight. I, I have wanted to do vlogs for a long time, but it would literally just be us sitting at the computer and going for a walk for an hour. <laughs> like, everybody does it. Instagram, you just see the highlights. Yeah. Like, it, so, let, I feel like Penny will love this. Let's just walk Penny through our day. Uh, just one, one thing before we dive into that. When you work for yourself, it's not based on how many hours you do to how much you get paid. Not it's all. the quality of the work you do to how much you get paid. So if you're doing the best quality work, you're gonna, you could make $1,000 an hour, where if you're just grinding out, just doing work, you could make $8 an hour. Like, it just depends on the effort you put in. So we do find, or I find, trying to do a good amount of effort in a two or three hour block, I'll put as much effort, as much concentration as I can into that block and then I need to stop because work after that is just me sitting there and I'm not getting anything done. Literally if is. I'm trying to write a program, I, sometimes I'll sit there and try to write a program and I can't even think of an exercise for legs. I'm like, what is a leg exercise? <laughs> and I know at that point, I just need to stop because mm -hmm. what's the point of continuing? The client's gonna get a shit program um, and nothing's happening. So that's when I'll have a break. So yeah, it does, we might have more downtime than others, but when we do work, well, I try to make it as product, pro productive productive, <laughs> and impactful as possible. I don't know that we have more downtime than others because we probably start work earlier, we probably finish work later and we always work weekends. Yeah, true. So Yeah, but that's, it. that's what I mean. It evens out 
Like yeah. it might look, we might have a bit more time. Like yesterday we went to the markets at what, 12 o'clock? Yeah. And it took us an hour to go shopping, walk around a bit and all that sort of stuff. But that was our break for the day. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't really had a break, you know, the, the day before we worked all day. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. No car. Does that mean no trips to visit the family? So for those people that don't know, my family lives in Victoria. Um, like, what, three hours from Melbourne, mm. maybe? East, if you just head east. Okay, east. People ask me where and I'm like, I don't know. No <laughs> <laughs> way. Um, so, yeah, we're trying to sell the car. Well, my mum's trying to sell the car for us because we don't need it, don't want it. Um, but, yes, we'll still go visit my family because the train, the V-line train goes from Melbourne to Bansdale. Bansdale is the last stop and we can take the dogs on the train if they're in a bag or a pram. Yeah. That's fine. Um, honestly, I, somebody asked me the other day. Or we might hire a car. And I didn't even think about the car until they asked me. Like being here, not having a car. Yeah. And then somebody sort of mentioned, how do you get around or something? I was like, where's your car or something like that. And I was just like, oh yeah, I haven't even thought about the car. <laughs> it's so good. You don't, it? you don't need it. And the place we live in has a hire car. It's a Tesla. It's a brand new Tesla. So we can hire that. So say it costs four grand a year to have the car insurances, rego, tires, petrol, all that sort of stuff. You know, it's, if it's a hundred bucks to hire the car each day, then, you know, we've got a lot of days there we can hire the car. So many days. So we wouldn't be there for that many days. <laughs> yeah. We just got to plan a little, head a little bit so we can make sure we can actually get the car and then we've got a car. So it's not, yeah, if we need it, we have one, Yeah. but haven't needed it. And also we're not driving to see Jack's family again. Sorry, Grahams. <laughs> <laughs> we will fly. Yeah, we'll fly, we won't drive. <laughs> um, that's just too far. Okay, uh, what are we up to? How's the Melbourne adjustment going? Work, study, Jack's new job. How's the Melbourne adjustment going? Um, better than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, I did one thing I've noticed, Melbourne is a lot more chill than I thought it would be. There's a lot more community here. Um, it's easy to make friends, everybody's friendly. Um, so the adjustment went a lot easier and smoother <laughs> than I thought it would. Um, my How's your new job? How's, what's it like working <laughs> with people in person again? Yeah, it's good. Um, obviously, if you listen to the podcast, I've had a lot more stories to tell, a lot more client experiences. It's you know, I did that so I could, I've got a job, jobs, so I could, you know, work with other trainers, see how they work, see how they communicate to their clients, um, ways of training, you know, we all get set in our ways of training, so it's been good to see the way others do it um, and the exercises they do. It's not like I didn't know about the exercise, it's like, oh yeah, that exercise does that mm-hmm. and... So it's just good in that sense. Um, I've got two completely different jobs. So one is in a council-run gym. It's more of a just a stand around gym floor stuff. You still communicate with clients, doing body scans, all that sort of stuff. And the other is in a community, excuse me, community-based gym. It's very similar to the OG Primal days. Um, really has those good feels of everybody's just there working out, everybody chats. I was in for a session last night. I just joined in the class one last night and one of the clients is like, why are you here? You don't even need to be in the workout. So why do you even come? I'm like, it's better. Like, 
I love that environment. It's a good environment to train in. And he's like, ah, oh, wow, cool. So it's just like, you know, I have, the, I get that connection with the clients because I can jump in and do classes yeah. like that. They actually do good workouts, good programming, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, going good. Good adjustment. Yeah. Um, I think for work and study for me, the adjustment isn't that different because I work from home, I study from home, so it's not like anything's changed. You've just got some sweet places to study. I just study got in. some, yeah, place with a nice view to study. Um, I think I probably start studying earlier because I want to come upstairs and watch the sunrise or whatever. Whereas when we were living in Mollymook, it was just so easy to, I don't know, it was so dark in our place in the morning um, and we would just watch YouTube for like an hour or something mm. and I would just fluff around. I don't know. I just feel the energy feels a lot more motivating or something here. Like I feel like it's okay to be disciplined. Mm. Whereas in Aladala, it's like if you're working on the weekends or early mornings, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, why are you doing that? You, you're on holidays here. This is a holiday destination. Why are you working so much? Whereas here, it's it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, nice. And I like it. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why we did move. So we could be in a culture where it's more acceptable to work and get shit done. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you ever train at Jack's work gym for a change of scenery? Yes. I haven't because I've been sick and busy, but... I will and did start going in on Saturday mornings because they do um, a workout called Send It Saturday. <laughs> and the first one when I booked in, I was like to Jack, it's called Send It Saturday. It's going to be cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it won't be, just come. And it was, and it always is. <laughs> yeah. But it's good because if I don't do cardio in a class setting like that, because it's usually cardio in like teams and stuff like that too. Yeah. You take it in turns and whatever, like you go, I go. And if I do cardio by myself, it's honestly, yeah, it's, uh, is it even cardio? Yeah. <laughs> so it is great being like having that just availability just to go once a week even and be a part of the environment. And everyone is so friendly, mm. so friendly. Mm. It's great. Cool. One more question before we move on to the three somethings that we haven't thought of a title for. Um, and that is, as far as options and accessibility go, has your food slash diet changed? Hmm. No. <laughs> I'd say it's gotten better. Yeah. I think we have more availability to foods than yeah. we did in, in Ulladulla because of the South Melbourne markets. There's just like endless um, availability to food, fresh produce, seafood, meat, Cheaper. Cheaper. Even just herbs and spice wise, mm. like the availability that we have, like Turkish bread wise, mm. rice wise, granola, everything you can think of. There's just like 10x more variety than what we had in a country town. Yeah. And I guess because there is more variety here, it is cheaper. So like, I just, it still blows my mind. Like we'll go, we've got the big shopping bag. We'll get a big shopping bag of fruit and veggies and it's half quarter of the price of what it was in Ulladulla. Yeah. Not saying it was bad, like, you know, love the farm shop in Ulladulla, great people, great shop, but I think it was just because... They didn't have the availability yeah, either. Yeah, like, like literally they grew their start, grew the stuff to actually be able to sell it. Yeah. Where here, they must, it's just obviously a lot more abundance. The meat here comes from Goulburn, 
in New South Wales. Like oh, really? At the butcher we go to at South Melbourne markets. Like, and it's cheap. Even I was at the butcher yesterday getting a bit of meat and there was a guy behind me going, oh my God, look how cheap that rump is. That's mm -hmm. so cheap and it looks so good. And yeah. I was like, yeah. It is so good too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, and fish. Like we've had better access to fish. Like I've said in the past, Aladdin was a fishing town, mm. but yet we still have better access to seafood here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, when we were contemplating leaving, I was like, we are very fussy, especially me with food mm. <laughs> quality. Um, and I was very worried about what we would have access to because going to Woolies in Aladdin, I was like, Eh, like the produce there I was like eh. mm. and then I was like oh my goodness we're only going to have access to Woolworths produce yeah. in Melbourne and it's going to suck and it's going to be bland and boring but yeah the market has just brought Saved it to a us. whole nother level mm. <laughs> um, and that was honestly I think that was just a bit of luck that we moved so close to there I didn't yeah. I had well, no idea I don't about know. it. Did we say on the podcast we were supposed to be right next to the Vic Market? Queen Vic Market, yeah. The Queen yeah. Victoria Market. And obviously we didn't get that apartment and we ended up in South Bank. But I think that it was a blessing in disguise because... So much better. It's so nice over here. It's probably a little quieter than what it would have been next to the Vic Market. The South Melbourne Market is not as big, but probably better for us because it's not as big. Yeah. Um, everything's in walking distance. The people here are dog people. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. Okay, let's let's wrap it up with the three things. All right, last segment. Still haven't got a name for it. Still waiting for suggestions off you guys. Um, so three things. One thing to watch, listen to, and consume. Try. Try. Okay. What do you What should everyone watch? A um, little bit out there. Not, nothing to do with health and fitness, but Bullet Train. Um, is it on Netflix? I think it might have been on Stan we watched it. Binge, anyway, binge. binge. Um, great movie. Mm. It's just, it didn't it, get rated as high by Rotten Tomatoes or IMVD or whatever it's called as I thought. No. Because it was, we enjoyed it so much. And I think we should actually watch it again yeah, this weekend. Say that too. <laughs> um, you would think a heist movie on a train would be terrible because it's on a train and what can happen, but they just do such a good job at just a couple of twists and turns. It just keeps you engaged. Um, and, you know, Brad Pitt's in it, and generally Brad Pitt only plays one character. Mm. Um, and I feel like he's getting a little bit better at playing other characters, and this, this one did. I think he was great in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it was uh, like the opposite to the character he normally plays. Like, yeah. I was expecting him to be like... You know, the macho Brad Pitt killer. Character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't at all. No, it was, yeah, go watch that. You, it was a great movie, very entertaining. Um, you can do it on your rest day. Bullet train. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something to listen to. I have got the, this, this recommendation actually came to me from Penny weeks ago and she kept saying have you listened to the podcast yet have you listened to the podcast yet and I just hadn't when I was at uni because lectures go for two hours and I have like three to four of them so that's like a lot of listening mm. and now that I'm on holidays I've got it in and I've listened to it and it was fantastic and it is the live better feel better live more hormones and menopause why women need a different approach to men podcast i'll link the show i was gonna say link it in the show notes um, i was gonna talk about it on the podcast but we just haven't had time we've had mm. so many things to talk about and it just 
it just dives into like nutrition training fasting around the menstrual cycle and menopause and how the fasting approach and the ex- the training approach that men take i think i've spoken about it in the past but it isn't should not and is not the same as what women should do mm. um so yes yeah, super like it's, i think it's only an hour long maybe but it's super clear super to the point very useful podcast everyone should listen to it man or woman yeah <laughs> okay you should definitely listen to it because i think it would help with clients as well mm-hmm. okay and then something to try oh yeah um this one's simple easy it's yogurt so woolly brands must get so pissed off with woolies so everybody knows what's the chobani chobani no, Yopro. Yopro. Yopro is the protein yogurt out there. They stock it in Woolies. And then I reckon after a couple of months, Woolies goes, Woolies goes, oh, that's selling really good. So let's make our own copy. And I did. It's cheaper. Um, so it's got 18 grams of protein per serve in this Woolies high protein yogurt, um, which is great. So 18 grams of protein, you add a little bit of something else in it and it might bump it up to 25 grams. Um, it's just a good way to get some protein in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we've spoken about how protein in the morning is very important and you should focus on protein in the morning, in your breakfast, but it's just super hard without meat and not everybody yeah. wants to have meat. And the time, like meat always requires cooking or heating. It's yeah. Um, some sort. Like, you know, maybe an omelette with some leftover meat from last night or something like that is best. But again, you know, time cooking yeah all that sort of stuff so i just thought this is a good little hack to add in you know if you've got a healthy muesli or something like that you can add into it um even better um bit of fruits yeah and the ingredients list on the woolies one is just as good as any other branded one and it's literally half the price yeah like literally half the price yeah i just i don't know I have a stigma, you probably do too, lots of people probably do around home brand things. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh, home brand, it's going to be worse. It's crap quality, but... It literally probably just comes from the same place Yopro does. Yeah. Um, I said, Woolies does the same as what Amazon does. And so if something performs good on Amazon, Amazon just does their own brand of it mm. and just demolishes that other one. <laughs> Woolies does the same. Yeah. Um, it's all the same ingredients. It probably comes from the same place. It's half the price. And protein is expensive. So, you know, that's why there isn't high protein cereals and all that sort of stuff. When they say high protein cereal, it's only usually about 10 grams of protein per serve. But the calorie count is Mm. so high. So huge amount of calories for only 10 grams of protein. And usually high protein cereals are super expensive. Yeah. Because protein is generally pretty expensive to make and you know get to the consumer all that sort of stuff compared to carbohydrates like wheat and grains and all that sort of stuff so it's just good because it is cheaper it's got 18 grams of protein you add a little bit in and you've got a high protein breakfast so easy and it's not it's not like sour like greek yogurt because it doesn't come flavored it's just natural flavor because i feel like a lot of people get yopro because there's like such a wide variety of flavors Mm. But it just tastes like plain yogurt. It doesn't have the sour, tangy taste like Greek yogurt does, which is probably the, like, the next best protein yogurt. Yeah. But yeah, so you've got nothing to worry about, nothing to fear, just add it in. Get some protein in the morning and you'll be healthier, feel better.
stay fuller for longer. <laughs> This right. is not an ad. <laughs> um, as always, if you have a question or you've got a recommendation for the name of that little segment, let us know. Uh, there will be a link below in the show notes. Uh, you can answer a question. Enter a, ask. Ask a question. Submit a question anytime you want on the website. So that link will be below. Or as always, just follow us on social media um, and question boxes or just reach out at any point and we're happy to help. What's your social media? Uh, it is at jack.lgraham. And mine is at mac underscore in situ. So follow us there and continue the conversation there. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. If you've lasted this long, obviously you've enjoyed it. <laughs> There's a lot of different little nuggets in this episode, so you might want to go back or, and listen to it again or pass it on to a friend or family member you think will get something out of it as well. A lot of the time, you know, people ask questions, if, especially if you're health and fitness engaged and you're starting to do different things, you have friends and family saying, why you want to do that? Why are you doing that? You can just say, listen to this podcast. They explain why I'm doing it and they can start joining you in your um, journey as well. So pass the podcast on. It helps everybody and it helps us as well. Thank you for doing that and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.